Welcome to the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. And uh, as with everything else in the world today, uh, we're definitely improvising. And coming up, you'll hear my conversation with OHSA Executive Director Jerry Snodgrass. But first, uh, I'm pleased to be joined by Lakota West Head Football Coach Tom Bolden. Tom, thanks for uh, taking some time and uh, certainly um, uh, circumstances that, that are beyond anybody's control right now. But I uh, wanted to check in with you and see how you're doing. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, other than my uh, my wife, my kids, and my dogs, uh, you're the first person I've talked to in a little bit, so this is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it struck me was that uh, awesome photo you had of you and Luke, uh, your sons Luke, and two of your sons Luke and uh, Mitchell uh, working out yesterday and getting after it. I know uh, a lot of coaches, high school coaches, are doing the same thing, but uh, uh, how much fun did you have uh, with that weightlifting session with uh, those two guys? Yeah, it's it's uh, it was really cool. We'll do it again here uh, in a little bit when I'm done with you. Uh, it's um, old school. Open up the garage. My wife is a little mad that we've turned the garage into a workout room, so her car's out in the driveway. But um, you know, it is what it is. We're going to make uh, uh, the best the best we can do with the situation that we got, and um, and hopefully uh, not just our kids. Uh, that are in this no contact period, but uh, everyone else kids can 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 find a way to uh, to get some work in. What have you been telling your uh, your players uh, within the program? I mean, uh, have you sent them home or you know emailed them any or texted them any instructions of what they can do by themselves? Yeah, we were pretty proactive with the whole thing. Um, our our district uh, last Friday uh, did a wonderful. Uh, you know, we we technically spring break this week, so last Friday. Uh, was was basically a virtual day where the kids uh, uh, practiced the training from at home uh, with the teachers at school in terms of if uh, you know if we run into this situation that we're that we're currently in. So we were proactive from our part from the football and uh, uh, put together a workout with uh, Isaac Tanner, my strength coach, who works for Beacon, and uh, we use a system called Team Builder. So we we basically did two different types of workouts. Uh, one was if you were able to go to a gym at that time, but obviously that's done, or if you had equipment uh, at home. And the other one is if you had no equipment, um, just things that you could find, body weight, stuff like that. So we've, we've developed a workout program. Uh, we'll be on Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. We'll be four days a week next week. So um, we're, we're hoping um, we're going to train different, but uh, the, the kids are still expected to uh, – uh, to train, you know, while they're on their own. How do you think, uh, you know, your guys, obviously you have uh, some built-in advantage there with uh, having, having your son Mitchell there and, and obviously a lot of influence with Luke and Kyle. And I know Kyle's on spring break, right? He's going to be hopefully yeah. joining you in that yeah, competition so, soon. Yeah, make it real interesting because not only Kyle, but I think it might be several other of the guys from uh, – from UC and then uh, Luke said, if that's the case, then he's going to get some, I know we're not, we'll limit to under 10, but um, we're supposed to maybe have some Miami guys as well. So um, we might be getting after it a little bit with uh, Mitch from, from West, myself, a few Miami boys and a few UC boys getting out in, in, uh, in average, average Tom's gym in the, uh, in the garage. <laughs> you want to brag on some numbers for Luke and Mitchell? Uh, lifting numbers. Yeah. Oh, they're strong. There's no doubt about it. I'm, I got old man strength though, still. So, okay. uh, but Luke's, uh, Luke's really, really strong. So, um, it's, uh, 
Mitch looks the best without a shirt on. Um, but, but Luke is definitely, uh, the strongest and, but I've got the sneaky old man strength. I try to keep up with them and, uh, I can, I can, I can do it, but for not as long as they can. Obviously you mentioned just, you know, the Lakota West players and the program that you've, you know, the team builder that you're, you're implementing for these guys. I mean, what, what, what are, it's kind of the mood, what's the vibe? Obviously you're only in the third weekday of this and, you know, nobody really wants to look too, too far ahead, even though we all are kind of projecting what, what this, uh, how, how long this may last, but, uh, what's kind of the sense you get among, your Lakota West players of uh, how they're doing, how they're coping and maybe words of encouragement that you're giving them. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, listen, we're, we're a season away. Um, so, so we're going to be, we're going to be okay. We'll, 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 like I said, you know, the old Marine Corps creed adapt, improvise and, and, and overcome. We'll be, uh, we'll, we'll make that happen with our workouts. And hopefully um, uh, when this passes, we'll be able to get together. The ones I feel sorry for is, uh, uh, you know, the baseball kids, you know, Mitch, Mitch made the baseball team in Lakota West, all his teammates, all across kids and, and not just at West, but, but all over, you know, I feel bad for the, for the winter sports kids who were, whose tournament got cut short um, for the coaches, you know, for their fan base. Uh, you know, like I said, I feel bad for the, for the spring sport kids and hopefully uh, we'll get past this and we'll be able to salvage something. So, you know, I, it, it's one of those things we got to control what we can control and what we can control is, is, is doing what from a, from a health standpoint, what, what the governor says, what the president says, and, and all those people that are way smarter than me in terms of the doctors and things like that. And then, uh, you know, and from the athletic standpoint, you know, that follows that what, uh, what, um, you know, Mr. Snodgrass says and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I listened to your, your, you know, your uh, podcast with him yesterday and, and you know we'll get through it, um, but like I said, um, I, I don't I don't feel bad for uh, you know for for us football players and coaches, and, and hopefully this will pass. But I do feel bad for the spring court. Heck, I feel bad for the seniors. Um, you know this this might run into prom and things like that, and 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 graduations and stuff like that. Those are the kids that um, I feel sorry for. I miss the kids. I miss seeing them every morning, and uh, and, and hopefully we can get through this. You're one of the most upbeat, energetic coaches. I'm telling you something that you obviously know. All people who follow high school sports know. But I just go to you beyond high school sports, beyond anything. Uh, you know, take your your coach hat off, your your you know administrator, all that stuff. Just just in general, just for the general population, people working from home, just trying to uh, you know pass the time. Obviously, uh, you know some people obviously in very serious medical situations right now, and um, but others, you know, just trying to take care of their job, their kids, whatever it might be. I mean, what's, what's kind of the best message that you as a coach, I mean, you, you that's part of your job is to motivate to inspire people. I mean, what, what would you say just to people who are, you know, maybe down on their luck right now, just kind of thinking, boy, this is never going to end. Well, I, you know, I, I tell you, we got to find a way, you know what I mean? And, and, and the other thing would, what I, I, I would suggest all the people who are, you know, uh, the, this younger generation who are able and things like that. I know we have our, 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 our distancing and the, and the crowd gathering and things like that. I'm not suggesting that, but, but, you know, check on the older folks in your neighborhood and things like that, make a phone call, um, uh, you know, things like that. Um, but, but we got to find a way. And that's, you know, as, as people come together, you know, whether you're Republican, Democrat or, or, or whatever, it, it come together and find a way to get this figured out. 
you know, in the bigger picture for the United States and, and, and uh, here locally, like I said, just, we got, we have to find a way, do whatever it can, we can and control what we can control to get through this. And, um, you know, if you're sitting there talking about, ah, you're bored and this and all this other kind of stuff, uh, stop feeling sorry for yourself and things like that. Cause there's a lot of people out there who, who've, who've got a lot of worse than, uh, uh, than we do. You know, the people who are hoarding things and stuff like that at the grocery store, uh, you know, stop, stop thinking of yourself. Uh, you know, we're, we're all in this together and, and, and we've all got to find a way to get through this. And, and that's the thing. Um, you know, if people would realize, you know, it, it's I, I talk to the football kids about it all the time in terms of you're you're part of something bigger than yourself, and 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 if if we can take that in society and realize that we're all part of something bigger than ourselves, um, we might be a lot better off, and uh, and and hopefully people can learn uh, not only take care of themselves during this time, but uh, but definitely take care of others and control what you can control and, and, and do what the experts tell us and, and, and find a way we'll get through this. What else are you doing to pass the time, you and your family time? Uh, well, my wife's got a, you got a lot of, um, you know, projects here around the house, things like that. Um, look kind of looking like Tom Hanks from Castaway. When my dogs and kids aren't around, I'm, I'm talking to a football, you know? Uh, uh, so it's, it's one of those things where, uh, um, you know, I, I keep busy. I'll have a whole new offense next fall, a whole new defense because I've got all this time to to see what all these experts are doing on the on on video on the computer and all that. So we'll be a whole different uh, offensive defense next year at Lakota West. So yeah, I this painting behind me. I, I did that. Can you see that? Oh, I might. Have oh man, that. how about that? Yeah, see that right there, hanging here in the kitchen. That, that took me about a half a day that I did that. So, uh, uh, no, I'm going I'm to use the time to, uh, uh, to reflect, um, to, to help others, uh, st- stay in contact with my kids via the phone and, 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 and make sure they're okay. And anybody else that, that needs help and people know if, you know, they can reach out to me, anything they need, but, uh, lift a lot of weights with my kid, kids, hopefully do a little bit more cardiovascular, get, uh, get a lot better shape here, I guess, and, and make the best of a, of a bad situation. What's that like among the coaching fraternity? You mentioned, you know, there's a lot of ideas and people have all this downtime. I mean, uh, what's that kind of like where you can kind of pick and choose, you know, from, from a lot of stuff? Cause there's gotta be a lot of coaches that are, that are really kind of trading uh, secrets and trading the uh, tips of the trade here. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff out there, but um, no, I, you know, listen, I, there are, there are some neat stuff in, out there, but, uh, I was actually just talking to, uh, Steve Speck, uh, a little bit yesterday via Twitter and, uh, or, or via, uh, text and he, uh, got a buddy that's working with huddle that, uh, while we got some downtime, I'm going to help him out with, uh, uh, I, I didn't get all the details with him, but I think huddles trying to expand into some of the things that they do with their program. So I was going to help him work with him on that. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll find time professionally to, you know, to work on some things and reflect on some things. And, uh, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to prepare for the, for the, what if, you know, if this, this carries over into the summer and things like that, uh, how I've got to adjust my calendar and stuff like that. So I'm already currently working on all that stuff. So um, I want to get out in front of that. So uh, but between my wife, between, uh, my kids, the, the workout garage, um, my dogs, um, 
you know, uh, my sanity or whatever and right. help all those that I can help going through this difficult times, I'll find plenty to do to keep you busy. Great stuff, Tom. Really appreciate your perspective and uh, hang in there. Yeah, many time. Thanks, Mike. Hope you guys are doing well. That was Lakota West head football coach Tom Bolden talking about all the adversity this week. Thanks again to Tom Bolden. On Tuesday, I spoke with OHSA Executive Director Jerry Snodgrass about the situation regarding the winter sports tournaments and also the spring sports season. Let's hear that conversation now. Is, is there any update? I know there's a presser Thursday at noon, but is there any update with anything? Today's? Not really at this point. I mean, obviously, we're day-to-day with everything, but uh, you know, I still go forward with the idea that we put some things on postponement, and it's only to leave the door open. Uh, you know, as each day goes by and a lot of rumors surrounding, you know, the closing of school for longer than the three weeks, um, you, you know, that's really going to close that window. That's going to close that you know door a little bit more. But there are so many extenuating circumstances that I think a lot of people are overlooking. I mean, for one, Mike, that I mean, anybody right now, I mean, nobody is having an athletic event. So to say that we are. Um, that's impossible to predict at this point. Um, and I think a lot of people are getting caught up in the emotion that, you know, how hard these kids have worked for their spring sport, their senior season. I totally understand that. But unfortunately, there are some things that are just bigger than that. And that's kind of where we're at. So what, what, is you and, what are you and your staff discussing at this point? Obviously, you're taking it day by day, but what are some of the, the things that, that have to be kind of worked through and ironed through as we just kind of hurry up and wait? Yeah, and that's a very good question because uh, really one of the things I am proud of, you know, through a crisis is that when I I told staff when this hit the United States and it was inevitable that it would, that we would start preparing because it would be fast tracked. Well, it was a lot more. It was it was it occurred much faster than I thought it would, but we were still prepared. So, you know, our winter sport uh, sport administrators have assignments to, you know, reach out, stay in touch with all sites. Uh, and again, people have to understand there's not a site in Ohio or probably even in America right now that would commit to hosting a contest. And when you take some of those sites and realize that they're closed, I just saw notice, I think, that uh, either Cintas or one of those is going to be closed through June something. I'm, I'm a little off on that, but it's somebody in Cincinnati. So, I mean, those moving parts, but we stay in contact with them. And um, even our compliance staff, we're already working on a lot of things people might overlook, but if school is canceled, and even if it isn't, there are going to be some issues relative to uh, academic eligibility come fall, because our eligibility is based upon the previous grading period. If that previous grading period is canceled, um, we've got something to work on. And, And our staff is already working on that. So every single area of our office has things that they're working very diligently on. Sure. I know you got to go, but uh, I know the winter sports tournament's still postponed indefinitely. Nothing's changed on that. But I, somebody had asked me, what happens to the state championship trophies? Uh, I know a lot of the programs are being mailed out to the schools and that sort of thing. But what actually happens to the, the trophies themselves? Well, I mean, you know, for one, I mean, I, I will tell you right now I, that one of the things we won't do is we won't crown 16, 16 different champions um, you know, in our regional tournament. So, you know, we're not going to do that. We're not going to crown the all eight as being champions. Um, 
I, you know, I probably should be a little careful in how I say that, but that's not my intent. I think that cheapens a lot. Um, we, that's the other, that's one of the other things we are working on though, is, you know, what do we do? And even in the event that we do have to cancel, when somebody asked me the other day, is canceling on the table? Well, of course it's on the table. I would be wrong to say it isn't. Um, but we're also working that if that happens, um, what creative things can we do? And I, again, you know, we're not prepared to release any of that yet because we're still in the planning stages of looking at everything. But I have a creative staff and I think we're trying to look at every possible scenario. Extending things into the summer is problematic uh, from the standpoint of we require administrative oversight of our sports and we should, um, we have to. Um, but at the same time, there are an awful lot of administrators that are not employed through the summer. So that brings its own challenges. And I would never put an administrator in the spot of saying, well, we can't do this because I'm not employed to work. I would never do that. Um, so, you know, again, there are so many factors with this, but we're trying to look at every option possible. The last thing you mentioned to me last week about just coming together in a crisis. We were talking one week ago about limited spectators, and here we are a week later, how the world has changed and continues to change. I mean, just uh, talk about just the the the, the working, the, the cooperative, uh, you know, organization going on within your office and, and trying to get things done as things move so quickly through not only yeah, the state. Yeah, and that, that's a really good point because, you know, I think a lot of people thought we just made, or I made an arbitrary random decision to do what we've done and even every step of the way. But, you know, this is in direct consultation with uh, the Ohio State University where most of our state championships are, from, are at, um, Nationwide Arena. Uh, it's the same management group that runs both the Schottenstein Center and Nationwide. Uh, with the governor, with the... Um, the uh, director of the Ohio Department of Health. And it's very interesting to note that uh, Amy Act, Dr. Amy Acton uh, spoke on this the other day. Her own daughter is a softball player for Bexley High School. She understands. So, uh, and also, by the way, with the superintendent of schools, state superintendent of schools. So all these are in consultation with each other. And it's really important that you know, they aren't arbitrary random decisions. So them, our staff, our staff is, is, really committed and we've really made some great strides in communicating together to get a lot of this stuff done. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate it. Yep. Good afternoon. Thank you, Mike. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was OHSA Executive Director Jerry Snodgrass talking about the situation regarding the winter sports tournaments and also the spring sports season. I want to thank him. Also want to thank Lakota West head football coach Don Bolden for giving us a snapshot of uh, the adversity a lot of schools are facing this week, obviously. We'll have more coverage for you next week. We plan to continue to uh, bring you the latest on the OHSA situation regarding those tournaments, but also take a look at the daily lives a lot of these coaches and student athletes are going through. Be sure to check out my other stories on WCPO.com. EJ Jr. was just elected to the College Football Hall of Fame. Also have a story remembering a former lacrosse standout at Moeller, Jack Toom, who died unexpectedly Monday night. Uh, that's all we have for you this week. We'll talk to you next week.